Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Gone Stupid featuring myself and two other people. <laughs> I never know how to intro these things. I'm, I'm great at it. It's my favorite part because I just wing it every time. Um, how you guys doing? That's good. That's great. You, you've arrived in chat as well, I see. Great, great stuff. I need to position my camera up a little bit. This is the first podcast with my new camera angle. So this is different. Uh, it's very not different. Casual also has a new camera angle. Things are great. Look at us go. I'll say this is mine with my new camera light. Oh, you got a new light? Hell yeah. How heavy duty are we talking? Uh, they're pretty bright. Uh, lights usually are bright. Yes, this is true. You're correct. <laughs> um, I'd figured we'd start it off easy. Have you guys started any new pieces of content or media that either is brand new or you just never watched before? Open to the floor question. I know I have an answer um, if you guys don't have one, though. Not oh, recently. Yeah. The last last thing I started was um, Attack on Titan, which I mm -hmm. got all caught up with that. Nice. That's a good one, though. Oh. I hear good things. I've uh, I've been uh, like rewatching the Batman full because when I when I initially picked up that cartoon, I didn't realize that uh. When Robin, which is when Robin was introduced, when that came around, that was like season three, like very late in the show. I'm like still currently in season one right now. Gotcha. I have not actually seen like I know of the Batman. I know that's the one with like, I guess, a controversial art style. That's like the only thing that I really know about it. Um, but I also hear that it's underrated. Is this true? I like, I actually like the art style a lot because it's like it, it's unique. There's not really like a lot of other animation is like that, and mm -hmm. not even just the art style, but the characters in themselves too. Like I feel like that cartoon has one of the best representations of Batman as a vigilante and Bruce Wayne as a playboy than most of the cartoons have. I believe it. Really? I, I didn't see very much of it. I do love me some Bruce Wayne, so. Yeah, he's in that show a lot. I imagine. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I've been. I rewatched the Batman, of course, like the actual film, uh, mm -hmm. when it came to streaming. So, like, I've been on a Batman kick again. Uh, it happens all the time with me. Like, Batman's such an easy character to just like get into for a little bit. He's fun. I enjoy that character. That's for sure. Um, but really, the big thing that I started recently is I started watching The Clone Wars from the start. Uh, mm -hmm. I watched it like as it aired originally, but like I I didn't watch it religiously or anything like that. So it's it's an interesting watch from the start, and I've heard like it goes up in quality. Of course, um, the first season is like very episodic, and like nothing really ties together too much, but uh. I know that that changes a little bit, um, and I feel like that show is increasingly relevant in all things Star Wars, so it's worth my time, I felt like, 
I mean, I would say it would definitely give you a new perspective if you were to watch the entire series of Clone Wars and then watch uh, episode three mm-hmm. because it takes place a year before episode three. The whole series. Well, no, no. The whole series is in between the second and third movie, but yeah. the final season stops a year before Revenge of the Sith starts. Gotcha. Good to know. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm interested in seeing more of those characters. I really like the the version of Anakin that they do on that show, and, like, it's interesting how much they have to tiptoe around things that happen in the third film, third prequel, mm-hmm. because it's like, you can't directly, like, counteract anything that goes on in those films, because it's, it's meant to be canon, and always was. Uh, and then, like, I don't know, I find that super interesting. It's just a really cool way to tell that story. And, like, honestly, I love that era of of Star Wars. It's just a really interesting one to me. Even though, I don't know, the prequels are, you know, controversial, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I've always been more of a a casual Star Wars fan. So it's like the Clone Wars, I never really sat down and actually watched. Like, I caught maybe, like, an episode here or there when it was on TV. But like actually sitting down, like dedicating time to follow the shows, like I've never done that. Um, honestly, I I haven't seen. I saw um, what was the first Star Wars movie or the or the new prequels? I mean, not new prequels, but the, the new trilogy, Force um, Awakens. Force Awakens. I saw that, but I have not watched any of the the other two. Like I never watched um Rise of Skywalker or Return of the Jedi. Not Return of the Jedi. Um, Last Jedi. I, yeah, the Last Jedi. Like I, yeah. mm-hmm. the the first one was fine. I guess like I, I give I get what you're going for, but it's like I, I wasn't like just pulled in. Like okay, I really want to see where all this goes, anything like that. And then when I heard where stuff kind of went, I'm like, yep, uh, made the right decision with that. <laughs> I, I might get around to watching them eventually, but it's like I, I've been in no rush. I feel that. The way I look at Star Wars is like, it's it's just fun, you know? Like, it's they're stupid fucking movies, but uh, but they're fun. And I think they're I, all pretty like dumb. I, no, I, like I, love the, I, lo- I, I love the original, tr- um, the original trilogy, and I did like um revenge of the sith the, the first two were, uh, those movies were boring but i remember the, the hype and the build up to them like the the mcdonald's promotions and all of that stuff and it was like you get to the actual movie and it's like like what the, what the hell is this <laughs> what are we watching but they yeah. really improved the the lightsaber fight so it's like i gave them that mm-hmm. and then it's like that was one of the best parts of revenge of the sith and you know i was interested in the, in the story of the downfall of darth vader and all of that um, could have been executed a lot better, but overall, it's like you know, it's, it's fine. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of not overdoing stuff and like not overkilling it. So it's like to try and recapture all the magic of the original trilogy and stuff. It's like you you, you just open yourself up to you know Failure doing though. it wrong or getting it wrong and unfair criticism and all of that stuff. So it's like it's better to just 
let things be. If you mm-hmm. liked it, let it be that. Like with the you know, um the Spider Man movies, yeah, you know, everybody's asking for Amazing Spider Man three. D- don't do that to that man. He he just got <laughs> redeemed. Don't don't do that to him. Don't do him like that. <laughs> yeah, I probably yeah. don't. Unless, okay, here's the thing. We have him show up in Morbius, we have him show up in Venom, and only then do we give him a Spider-Man 3 and make them all bad. That's what I want. (laughs) Please, no, because it's just, uh, well, first of all, I just want to go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, Anna can't do nothing wrong. Secondly, Andrew. Andrew. He's He's taking a break from acting. Which means, uh, yeah, look, he's taking a break from acting. You know, according to him, he wants to, you know, like have more time than himself to find out who he is and whatnot. To us, basically, that means that the Spider-Man check cleared. Uh, Possible. This, I don't want to. I don't. Nah. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna just hold my tongue. I don't want to go too far into it because I know Sony movies are a whole topic, but. If Andrew does come back, Sony needs to not have a sign. Mm-hmm. We, we can transition to, to that stuff in a minute. I just want to, before we move on from Star Wars, I feel like, for me, the sequel trilogy is like, just like, it, it's it's this dumb, fun way to reflect on what the original trilogy was, and, and I can enjoy it in that way. And... I'm not, I'm not saying it's not poorly planned. I think that it was poorly planned. There's a lot of stuff in there that's missed opportunity, all that. Like, I can agree to that to no end. But at the end of the day, like, it's it's dumb Garbo plot, and I, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, but I'm playing through The Force Awakens right now in LEGO Star Wars, and I'm realizing that I really don't remember anything about that fucking movie. I saw it one time. I've seen them all one time, and I, I just don't have the same love for them as I do for the original trilogy and even the prequels. I saw the prequels, like, many, many times. Many times, because when I was a kid, my dad just had them in boxes, and I was like, these movies are here, and I'm going to watch them. <laughs> so it was one of those kind of things where, like, I just have a bunch of nostalgia for them. Um, Star Wars 7 is just Star Wars 4. That's a very good point. It's, it's very much... The plot's Ray was also a shoehorned character. I don't know about that one, um, but I, they didn't do enough with some of the side characters. I'll, I'll, I know we agree there. Um, Finn, yeah, Finn for sure. Jedi, <clears throat> but uh, it was it was cool stuff, and it, it could have been better. Um, and yeah, like replaying it, it's it's like man, it's like entirely new to me almost because of how little I remember, which is just it's just a shame. It could have been great. His name is FN. You're not wrong. Anyway, um, that's what nicknames are for. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about Marvel, I suppose, and Sony, and how they're being silly. Um, the the most recent news is that we're getting a movie about El Muerto, who is a Spider-Man villain that appeared <laughs> in two comic books. Why you say his name like that? Is that is that did I say it wrong? I don't know. No. It's just funny the way you said it. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. But I had a disappointment. Ah <laughs> yes. No, I mean, it, yeah. He should. It's it's pure disappointment because it's like okay. Wow, I have a lot. Uh, I feel like Sony. Right. Ever since they got lucky with Venom, Venom Two wasn't as widely received as the first movie. 
it was it was they did still do well however uh, i feel like sony is now on a personal mission not to make the type of movies that they want or that they, or that they think the fans would see but just to literally fuck around and see how long they can get away with doing this <laughs> i don't know they want to see how long they can get away with adding in these characters. I can tell you the plot of the Craven movie right now. This, Craven's gonna come in. He's gonna be do, doing whatever, doing whatever his mission is. He's going to come across another hunter or <laughs> another group of hunters that has a boss that ends up interfering with his plans. Craven gets a sense of justice and morality. He decides this isn't right because you know he's all about the thrill of the hunt. Because it's about the thrill of the hunt and he's not being respectful and unfair, Craven decides to go and kill the other dude. And then boom, Vulture shows up and just randomly asks him to go help him kill Spider-Man. It's possible. That's how that movie is going to go. I don't know what Sony is doing, but they need to stop it. It's, it feels like this. Like It's like Marvel is the successful dad, you know, who who built up his his business from the ground up, and Sony's like the son he handed things off to, who has no idea how to run the company, but he's trying to be like his dad, <laughs> but he's horrible at it. And it's like, bro, what are you doing over there? Like, who is okay in these decisions? Like, let's, like they they I don't know why they're so fixated on the Sinister Six angle, and they're going about it in the worst way possible, and it's like. Okay, people are open to an- another amazing Spider-Man movie. How can we make it worse? How can we make this worse than the Amazing Spider-Man Two? It's like every idea that's being thrown out is what they're pushing on. Like, hey, that character nobody knows. Green light a movie for that. Uh, we'll 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 have a collection of failed movies, and we'll take the main character from those failed movies and bring our Spider-Man from his failed movies. And put them all in one big movie that will fail. Mm-hmm. And somebody, I, I would have to assume off some kind of drug, agreed and said, that sounds like a plan. Let's do that. And Marvel is just kind of scooting out of frame, trying to get away from this. <laughs> like, we'll take a drop of venom and you keep everything else over there. Like, that's, that's <laughs> as close as our universes will connect. We'll have a drop of venom. You can have Vulture. We we're essentially done with him, and there there's our our union. That's 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 our agreement for the. For it's the it's and I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because, I, like, I've felt this way, literally ever since. Ever since they first announced it, excuse my excuse my French, but. They're tackling the Sinister Six thing in a very ass-backwards way. You want to introduce not even just any Sinister Six, but a very specific version, right? Which has me scared because I don't know how they're going to introduce people like uh, like Doc Ock because they, no, they, they don't need to touch Alfred. They don't need mm-hmm. to touch him. Uh, I don't think they will. They, they completely just disregarded the rules of No Way Home. 
which I feel yeah. is like that's how they're gonna that's how they're gonna piggyback into making their own sinister six because everybody that knew Peter Parker was Vulture got sucked into the got sucked into that reality. So how I don't think that question has still been answered on how Vulture ended up in in Morbius and Venom's world. Apparently, the the way that it's explained. When Strange made the second spell, Vulture somehow got kicked out of his reality and ended up where Mo- where Morbius and Venom were. Yeah, which is weird. It is. Quick question: How the hell did the Vulture contact Morbius in that movie? Who's supposed to be off the grid? See, that that's another thing. They they didn't even give us an answer for that because, like, for example, think back to the trailer where we saw they'll meet each other during like uh during a prison transfer. That scene never yeah. happened. Yeah. That scene Can I, ask that a question? Scene... I didn't see Morbius, but I watched a video about a guy who watched it five times, Eddie Burback. You might know him. He's a great YouTuber. Go check that video out if you haven't. But he goes and watches Morbius five times and then like gives his just gives a breakdown of the movie basically throughout the course of the video. And apparently the end of the movie is like the villain dies and then there's a minute and a half and then the movie ends because that seems crazy i can't believe they would like that seems too fast to end the movie you don't have any like loot like any any time to wrap anything up it's just like oh villain dead wrap it up like that's what happened they wanted to get jared leto and his method acting offset as fast as possible it's it's a movie where nothing essentially happens. So it's like like look at it like this: like Tyrese is a detective and he has a partner. They're mm-hmm. investigating the killings that's being done by Morbius and his his villain of the movie. Yeah, nothing comes of that. Ooh. They arrest him at some point. Like they arrest him in the middle of the movie. He he leaves jail, and that's it. That's that's the end of the investigation. They show up to stand in the street at the end of the movie, but that's it. Like that's that's there. their role in the movie. They they led to nothing. They added nothing. They provided. No, they nothing. actually took they away something. They took away uh, something. They did nothing. So essentially, there's nothing to wrap up because there's nothing happening. So it's like, <laughs> let's get out of here, guys. <laughs> Because here's the thing, they took away something because Tyrese's character was actually supposed to have a bigger role. He signed, like, he signed off for a three-movie deal. Like, in the trailer, when he had those wires and all that stuff, Tyrese's character was supposed to have powers. They never said what, but he was supposed to actually be somewhat of an important character going forward. That was scrapped, and we got everything that casual just described you know what would have been a better story casual going through life and us finding out about his avengers no not not avengers about his adventures as he's lived all the way from the crusades until now that would have made for a much better story than whatever the hell Mor- morbius was what would have made a better story is if marvel actually joined with them on this project and instead of shoehorning the vulture in for no reason, you you have Morbius as he is, like he's trying to you know cure himself and all of that. But 
you use this film to introduce Blade. The new Blade that's coming to the MCU, he's mm-hmm. trying to kill Morbius. Obviously, he can't succeed because Sony has plans for him, but that's more entertaining than Doctor Who trying to kill Morbius. Like, I don't... I don't I don't understand what's going on with these movies. Like, why is this a thing? Like, I was in the theater watching it. Like, why am I here? Like, what what led me here? Like, why? I mean, I, I it was an excuse for a date night. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, you just said whoever you were talking about saw this movie five times willingly. Because I was, I was going to ask, like, was he at gunpoint? Like, <laughs> was, this, was this against no. his will? No, no, no. it's it's just a bit. Did he say anything about wasting his money? I hope he did. Oh yeah, the whole okay. There's, I'll, I'll I'll spoil it a little bit. Um, he's like, yeah, I don't want to support this movie. I don't want to give them money to make more. So I'm gonna buy tickets to go see everything everywhere all at once and sneak into Morbius. And that's what he did five days in a row. He just bought a ticket for a different movie and then subjected himself to the torture of going to see Morbius. It was great. The only way I can watch Morbius. Multiple times as if I have multiple personalities, like yeah. like Moon Knight. <laughs> like mm-hmm. somebody else got to tap in and watch this. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> that's that's literally <laughs> the only way I can sit through those movies again. <laughs> I gotta be I gotta be on drugs, specifically LSD. Uh-huh. Sure. Why not? All right. Well, uh, do you guys have any hope for the Sonyverse going forward? Nope. I hope it stops. <laughs> I don't have I any one hope. hope. I hope it stops. I, I'm perfectly cool. okay. That Spider-Man check for Andrew cleared. Get him out of there. Don't bring him back unless Marvel's the one dealing with him. Yeah, it's because like I I have, I have hope that if they do bring Andrew Garfield back for another trilogy or just another movie or something. One, you, you bring on actual writers because whoever is writing these these Sony movies, they're clearly like they used to work in the nineties or something because their plots are terrible. And it's like they, in the nineties we suck. weren't that demanding. So it's like I get it, but it's like, bro, you you can't you can't write like that in 2022. <laughs> you can clearly tell the difference in writing if you go watch. I say this: the first movie, the first movie was a hit. I like, I love it. Go and watch the second one specifically, and watch No Way Home. You can tell the difference. You can tell that it was a completely different team in the room. Mm. Well, yeah, it's like. They they have things they can do. So instead of signing off on like people like El Morte. You can bring back the guy who played Flash in the Amazing Spider-Man movies and spin that off into Agent Venom. So get him into the Amazing Spider-Man with Venom, and he gets the Venom suit at some point. And now you have a new trilogy you can make with a different Venom, completely different direction, and actually something worth exploring versus a random character nobody cared about or asked for. Also, yeah, I'm just thinking. So, yeah, that's my problem. Yeah, I 100 percent support what Kelly just said because uh, I'll fight anybody on this. But uh, Amazing Spider-Man Flash is the best live-action Flash that we've ever had. I give you that. He was that's the most boring the and forgettable, if that's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> a 
okay. He was, okay. He was most the, fitting casting, I say. The, okay, okay. Casting, <laughs> Sacred, I'm gonna kick your ass. No, I'm just saying. No, 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 I don't. No. I, I don't yeah. give a shit about that character. No, I mean, see, look, see, here's my here's my thing. My thing with that Flash character, right? We had uh, Toby's version, which was literally just a dumb, a dumb brute who literally had no importance outside of like the first, what, 20, 25 minutes of the movie. We're not going to talk about MCU Flash. I just, don't get me wrong. I like, I like that actor. I don't like him in that role. Just, no, that was horrible. Uh, Sure. I I disagree, but that's okay. Amazing Spider-Man had the perfect blend of Flash just being an over-aggressive bully to gen like to like towards becoming a genuine friend of Peter. Granted, we didn't see that much of it, but you can see, but you can see like you can see it both within like within the both movies. Like you'd see Flash messing around with Peter at the start. Then you will see the relationship gradual like gradually evolve as to him not really bullying Peter anymore but still like seeing him around and like giving him just a little bit of shit to him genuinely going to peter to express his concern and care for uncle ben passing because he was in a state of understanding just how hard that might have felt to them literally being buds when they hug at graduation which is literally the character arc of flash going from a bully to being one of peter's better friends coming out of high school and forward into life. No other Flash has done that. Not only did he fit, not only did he fit the role physically in terms of looks, but he also had the most comic relatable arc out of all three of them. I could see him being Agent Venom. I'll give you that. Um, (laughs) I, uh, I also think that I live six hours away from you. That's fine. Uh, that's, that's plenty of time <laughs> to run. But uh, yeah, I think I think that uh, they have so many. Like Sony has so many other characters that they could they could do. Like they don't have to be doing villains. They definitely don't have to be doing villains that appear twice ever. It makes no sense. Wait, um, wait, a month or, uh, um, he, well, he's not a villain. He's a hero. I don't. Uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I, I that's I don't know. <laughs> I, I assumed because he only showed yeah, up in two what... Spider-Man comics ever that he was like a, a super F-list villain or something. Yeah, no, that's the point. He's a hero that nobody really cares about. Like I'm happy. Like I'm happy for you know what? I might get in trouble saying this. I really hope that this doesn't turn out to be a representation thing. I really hope that's not what Sony's trying to pull because. I know the actor that we got was Bad Bunny. I have no, there literally, there's nothing in my head that would consider Bad Bunny being a legitimate cast for this character outside of the fact that he has wrestling experience doing to being a part of the, of WWE's roster for like the past what two years or whatever and being at wrestlemania i know he's a singer but he was also on that roster that is the only reason i could think of him being 
recommended for that role? Like I have an interesting take on it because I'm I have no knowledge of who Bad Bunny is. He's I have no knowledge of this character that Sony is picking up, and I have no interest in any of this. So it's like I feel like I have the best vantage point to watch this from afar and just <clears throat> I clearly see where we're going with it. All of this sounds terrible, but to see it make it to the big screen. Because I think that's that's where things have to go for somebody at Sony to say, maybe this was a bad idea, but it's far, far too late. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know who's who's worse at this point, WB with the the DC franchise or Sony with anything Marvel or hero related. But it's like, uh, it's, it's it's something. It's, ooh, I, I say that uh-huh. it's, it's something to watch. I guess. I have like, something very funny to say about that. Absolutely. <sighs> Here's the thing with them both, casual. The issue with DC, nothing is connected, and they try to force it all, and it just doesn't, and some of it just doesn't make sense. With Sony, everything is connected, but it's horrible. <laughs> It's not even that. It's that they want to be connected to the MCU but can't be. And they're trying so hard and they're and then Marvel's just like, no, we don't want to be associated with you. Go sit in your corner and play with your El Muerto. Like it's just I don't, like, I, don't, I don't even feel like it's just that. I, I I feel like it's more just Sony wanting to be, you know, in that close relationship with Marvel, but at the same time still having like a major identity of their own, if you get what I'm saying, like a major part of their own. Like, yeah, we work with Marvel, but because, you know, like who we are and what we do, we still control a lot of the stuff that we do over on our side. Your side sucks. Like, that's that's been made apparent way too many times now. It's the reason why Marvel has done it. Just imagine if Sony would have did the latest Spider-Man trilogy. It's, it's like nobody learned from what happened with Fox. Like if you're if you continue to be bad at this level, Disney's going to buy you. <laughs> you're going to get low enough to a point where Disney can just come pick you up. You don't you don't really have a choice at that point, and then you'll have some semblance of coherent movies being made. But it won't be because of you, and you won't have any choice in the matter. And it's yeah, like, unfortunately. Sony does too many things. Like they have their hands in other pots that aren't just movies. So I don't think they're going anywhere. But I understand your sentiment. Like their their movies are. <laughs> no, I, like I, I, I'm I'm definitely not advocating for that because it's like the Marvel movies, while successful, like they are like like they're committed to the formula to a flaw to the point where it's it's no it's not even interesting in most regards. But. It's like you're successful, so it's like you don't deviate from it. It's like, you know, kind of like if your name broke, like don't fix it. You just stick with what works. Like you don't want to branch out, you know, you don't want to disrupt things too much. Or, you know, I, I get it, but it's like it's interesting to see other people's takes on things. So it's like, you know, to have X Men movies done a certain way by a different studio versus with Marvel. We, we pretty much know what we're going to get. We're going to get different faces. We're going to get different stories, but you're going to follow the same plot points of every other Marvel movie, whereas, like, 
you know, people are fighting the evil version of their self, essentially. And it's like, we need to kind of branch out away from that, but they don't really do that until maybe like the third movie. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It's very complicated. Um, let's use the Warner Brothers parallel as a little bit of a segue and talk about what the, the fake movie that doesn't exist, that is The Flash. Um, that, that movie's not real. That's for sure. Um, so that, that's what we're doing. We, like, we, we, we're talking about how Ezra Miller out here choking out people in Hawaii. That is, that is what he did. Out here throwing chairs at people in hotel rooms. Listen, out here, you say the, the Flash fight. movie. If you say the Flash movie isn't real, Ezra Miller will find you and he will fight you. No, it's see, it's not real. You want to know why? Because the reverse Flash is coming back in time, posing as Ezra Miller, doing all of this horrible stuff so that his movie never gets published. That's what's happening. Hmm. I I, like it's, I it's don't think funny, so, but it's hilarious. Like it's like every time I keep seeing articles <laughs> with his name attacking people in Hawaii, it's like who? It's like a government. He's a government <laughs> weapon of some kind. Like the government sent him to Hawaii to attack them. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> it's like why is he attacking Hawaii? <laughs> There's a me. Somebody made a meme. Uh, you guys remember like the fight scene in the hallway from Spider-Man One, right? Uh, so why I hear that. <laughs> like, <laughs> out of my chest, bro. I don't want to fight anymore. Adi, Adi. You don't. <laughs> I can't even remember how it went. Yeah, oh like, no. I don't want to fight you, class. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to fight me neither, bro. <laughs> Oh no! Oh man, that literally killed me. Like that. <laughs> it is. It's like, what do you do with him? Like, this is the star of your movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh like, man, you, you can't fire him because then he'll come fight you. It's like, it's like you can't do anything, <laughs> bro. Absolute insanity, man. But um, they they had footage of a Flash movie, so so they did something. I don't Michael know, Keaton was man. There. Michael Keaton was there. I know that. I just I don't I don't think I don't know if the movie's gonna come out. I literally just don't know if it is. I think it just might not. When is it supposed to come out? Next year? Now? Sometime? Okay, so they pushed it back to next year. Mm. Okay. Um. I mean, this between now and then, there's plenty of time for them to get a few more fights in, so we we can see where that goes. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. But how do you guys feel about the sentiment online of people being like, just replace him with Grant Gustin? That'll work, even though like the movie's shot and that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like that. That just doesn't make sense. Oh, I get it. I, I, you would I have to do a whole new movie at that point. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So or just, so just reshoot. Like, you, yeah, you, like I said, you got to redo it, most of the movie. Because I was about to say, like, you can, you Sonic can shoot the scenes for him and it's like, make it make sense. Movie. But it's like, I don't, I don't even know. 
They would mm-hmm. have to do with uh, what they did with the first Sonic movie when they revealed Sonic's design and it was nightmare inducing. So they had to go back and redo the whole movie. With the, that was like, just with CGI, the though. Like, I mean, no, it, no, it's, you know, it was CGI, but it was the fact that they had to make a whole new model. And when they announced it, like a, like a fat majority of the movie was already done with that model. So they mm-hmm. had to go back and redo all of that. And the movie ended up coming out, like I think, like a year later. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's not like a lot of effort because it absolutely is. And like, I, I feel for the people that worked on that movie and had to redo a lot of work and, and all that. But it's not the same as casting a new actor and reshooting scenes and re-editing scenes and redoing the entire movie. Like that would take years and years and years and years. It just, it's just it's not... It's not a thing that's gonna happen with Grant. That's for sure. Not even. I mean, not even remotely. He, he has experience as the Flash, so I'm pretty sure he knows how to work fast. That's, <laughs> True. That's it. You know, increase production exponentially. Mm-hmm. At least we would see a new run animation instead of the what we've been seeing for the past. How dare you? You you I you, you take that, that back. Run, I accepted it. <laughs> like no. when, I, when I when I learned what he like what was the motivation behind that or the inspiration for it is like I get it. You know, he was um what what was it? He was he was um studying lunch um runners or something like that. It was mm-hmm. it was something, but it was like I, I get it. I, I understand the the method to the madness because at first in um the, the Josh Whedon Justice League, I was like, what the hell is wrong with him? Like, what is that? <laughs> That was like I heard the story, and it was like you see him in Snyder cut. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Grant Gustin's running. He's been doing that shit for seven years. He's a professional. Okay, you 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 will not be slandering his running skills. (laughs) You (laughs) you want to slander? No, no, no. I don't care because you just slandered Flash in the last segment. Uh I don't care. No, we both get a slander today. That's your one slander for me. But okay, but if you want to slander somebody on the Flash for running stupid. Go watch, I don't know, the last episode that Nora Allen was in because she phones it in 100%. She's like, she doesn't even look it. like she's moving at all. Slip gonna kill you. Slip is going to kill you. She, she's, she's a phenomenal actress Slip when she's kill. not no. trying to look like she's running, okay? Because that's embarrassing. It's an embarrassing, it's an embarrassing attempt. It's, frankly, I mean, it should have been cut, okay? Slip. If we're aiming to make Slip that's mad, a, then let me let me come in with a hot take. That, that's running. A, Slip, oh my God. The running in Smallville with Clark Kent running around in the, the red jacket is better. Terrible. Oh, that is terrible. Wait, what? Yeah. Absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. I can't even watch that show. Like, I can't even yeah. take that show seriously. At Hell all. Yeah. Wait, how Fuck is that, that show? Man, I'm ready for I need an explanation. I mean, no, look, Slipshot being mad because Nora can't run as what Synchro is saying. Like, that's a more than justified reason for Synchro to get chucked out when we all meet up. But no, I need an explanation for Smallville. <laughs> for me? Yes, you. Oh, it's terrible. Bro. It's terrible. Like, <laughs> I understand budgetary limitations and everything, but it's like, if, if you can't, then don't. It's like, you the red jacket with the jeans, and it's like that's okay. That's supposed to translate as all oh, he's becoming Superman. It's like no, that's but like it was his early, it was his early years. Well, like what, like what, like what would you rather do? Like have him as the action comics version, which was literally just like a small cape, a blue t shirt with Superman symbol on it, some jeans. No, like okay, like you, you um the Eternals movie. I forgot her name. The Speed McCarthy. Girl from from McCarthy. yeah, McCarthy. 
just do do something like that. Like I understand not being able to fully achieve that level of CGI, but it's like to put the effort there because a guy just slow jogging with a red jacket bopping around Smallville is like, I'm, I'm just not there with that. So it's like, that's why I don't watch CW, you know, comic book shows and stuff like that, because it's like my, my imagination just can't go there. Like, like I can't really take Doctor Who serious. Like Doctor Who, I get what you're going for, but I just see a guy running around fighting garbage cans and statues and stuff like that. So it's like my my imagination isn't that strong or whatever. All of you like I'll never had a chance with me. I'll agree with you on that point because like still to this day, I like I I I do feel like uh I do feel like Eternals, Makari definitely has some of the best special she has some like what the best special effects I've ever seen for a speedster out of anything in like the last 10, 15 years. And that's including both Marvel, DC, and like a few other properties. I thought you were going to also slander Doctor Who and I was preparing a defense for a show I'd never seen because I didn't want to, I didn't want to catch it from the Who fans. Doctor Who is cool. Doctor Who is, is legitimately cool. It's just I, I'm never like engrossed in the, the fantasy of it because I... I understand. It's like I I get you got li- limits with the budget, and you're mm-hmm. trying to stay true to the roots of Doctor Who. So it's like they, they have some amazing storylines, um, Weeping Angels and all of that stuff. Legitimately cool. The the, uh, the Daleks. You know, I'm with it. I'm just not. I will never accept what I'm seeing on screen. <laughs> like you Hold never on. make me feel like it's real. <laughs> oh wait, let me. Let me let me clarify what he said. Let me save it for the fans. Doctor Who and Morbius was not good. Okay. Doctor Who outside of Doctor Who is not good. Uh, I, I hope he picks better projects or something. Some somebody scoops him up because he he's a really good Matt Smith as Doctor. I mean, Marvel already picked up David Tennant, so yeah, he he was amazing and Jessica Jones. And yeah, you know, he he did some some other roles that kind of branched out away from Doctor Who, like Harry Potter and stuff like that. But Matt Smith, he's he's a legitimately good actor, and I, I just hope he he picks better projects in the future. But damn, I forgot his name. The guy from um from Fantastic Beasts, um, the guy that plays Newt Scamander. Newt Scamander is Doctor Who. That like that all I see when I see him is Doctor Who. Like he's perfect for Doctor Who. Like he he would be a perfect Doctor Who. If he was to leave the big screen and go down to low budget British TV, sure, I believe it. Low budget, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> I might as well be talking about anime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys? Let's let's wrap it up on this. Do you guys have any hope that El Muerto will be worth going to see? No. I do not. I hope that the Sony-verse ends well before we get there. Hmm. I hope they drastically change directions, I guess. I don't know if I wanted to go on, but... We also have a Madam Web movie coming out, and it's with Julia Carpenter, first of all, people. And with the Sweeney was cast in that? It's, it's with yeah, it's, you know, yeah, the, uh, yeah it's, it's with the new version of Julia Carpenter. Like the like detective trench coat version, which you, you that's just a good, gotta make it. That, yeah, that's a good version of the character. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's weird that they're not. It's weird that they're starting out with that one first, and the fact that we have Madam Web 
before we have a damn Spider-Man in their universe. <laughs> True. <laughs> Bro. I, I, I feel like they should have just stuck with the formula for Venom. Venom was dumb, but fun. And it's like, I didn't care. So was like, I didn't go into that movie to criticize it or, you know, analyze it. It's, it's fucking Venom out of nowhere by Sony. It's like, who the hell cares? And it's like, it actually wasn't bad. And then it's like, everything after that is like, okay, well, I don't know what happened, but I, because usually when I don't care about something, like I'm not, when I have no expectations, it, it tends to work out. But like with Morbius, I didn't care, but it was just dumb. Like, I, not like dumb in a good way. It's just like, this is dumb. Like there are so many things about this that like everything about this is dumb. Hmm. From the script to the execution, to the method acting, to the choice to make this a movie, all of it is dumb. So it's like, if it's just dumb, Who's they went good crazy thing? on the promotion too. They went nuts with the promotion, like it was gonna be one of the biggest comic book movies in recent history. Well, to be fair, it is the biggest Morphe- Morbius movie of all time. That it is. There has never been a bigger Morbius movie than that. And hopefully, nothing will ever even attempt to take it to take that title, <laughs> because goddamn, <laughs> I'm good. I am good. All right. Um, yeah, do you guys think that The Flash is, is savable? Do you think DC is salvageable? Man, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Star Girl. That's a television show. Wait, are we talking about are we talking about the CW-verse or no. DC? The CW-verse is fine. That's not going anywhere. They're doing all right. Look at it like this. Man of Steel... The, the movie that started the DC Universe came out 10 years ago, never got a sequel. Yeah. Thor is on his fourth movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, bro, there, there's no saving that over there. Like, they, they have no vision. It's, it's blind people walking around in a dark basement full of traps. It's, it's just not going to happen. Like, <laughs> that doesn't end well. There's no scenario. What? He's like, what? You said Man of Steel, right? Man of Steel. Okay, yeah. And and, and it's, it, it that annoys me because Henry has so much talked about how he's wanted to come back. He would love to come back and have a chance to do Superman again. But for some reason, I don't know. People at DC are just walking around with thumbs up the butts. It's it's weird. I don't know. Technically, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are the only two original members of like of the league left. Yeah, probably. I feel like if if I'm if I'm a part of the decision making at Marvel, DC clearly doesn't have any plans for Superman. Marvel, let's let's bring Henry Cavill over here and introduce Hyperion to the MCU or Century Marvel Superman. So or, like, or, or Century. Either or, Sentry, his his story is too convoluted for me. That's why I gravitate more towards Hyperion. It's just that's fair. I don't I don't know, but you know, either or would work, especially with Henry Cavill behind the project. Is like that's that Marcus itself. So yeah. you want Superman? People been wanting more Superman. DC clearly isn't going to give it to you. <laughs> Here you go, <laughs> come over to Marvel. Okay, hear me uh, out. Hear me out. What we do is we just cast Henry Cavill. 
as Superman in Marvel, and then we we just we just say fuck it, <laughs> we just go crazy. <laughs> and then if we the war was perfect, Adams. yes, if the war was perfect. You could get away with that because Superman, yeah. Marvel and DC has crossed over numerous times. There was the Justice League versus X, no, not X-Men, Justice League versus Avengers Annual, and then there was the showdown between Spider Man and Superman, which ended in a tie. Classic. Uh, how like how big of a crossover event would that be? Like the original Avengers team crossing over with Zack Snyder's Justice League or anybody's Justice League, like Superman and Thor on the same screen. Like, bro, like that'd be lovely. It'd be hard though, because like half of you know, like force, like what eighty percent. Of the of the league has left, they ain't coming back. Eighty percent of the original Avengers, well, not eighty. Sixty percent of the original Avengers, not sixty. Forty percent of the original Avengers are dead because I had to remember Hawkeye is still around. He just in retirement, and Cap. I feel like Cap is still alive. He just somewhere kicking it in a retirement home. And you got the multiverse. And Flash, he breaks time all the time. So it's like, there, there's a way. There's, there's always a way. You, you can do it. Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr., you know, he, he just stands around in green screen land anyway. So it's like, you, you can do it. <laughs> Good. I agree. <laughs> you can make it happen. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, surprise topic. Surprise topic. Synchro, mark this down. Surprise topic. So What you got? There was some new footage today that came off of Multiverse of Madness. We had a clip, and then we had a couple of new TV spots. And now the clip was Strange using the Eye of Wakamoto for the very first time, and it actually, you know, like, being used the correct way, like in comics, and showing Shumagora, who now has a new name because of stupid legal reasons. And America apparently running because it looks like Shoe McGuire was targeting her for some reason. Yeah. Yes. So like that. So like that. That was definitely weird. Also, that damn cape deserves an MVP award. That cape has saved more people than the damn Infinity Gauntlet. I believe it. Cape deserves a reward. And then in the TV spots, it seems like we got a little two-on-one scenario going on. We got Maria and Peggy fighting Wanda. And then we also saw '90s uh, Xavier. We saw the like the yellow wheelchair. I'm 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 not gonna lie. I was trying to avoid that information, but that is okay. I was about to say like I I, I feel bad for everybody who watches this. <laughs> and who, who I didn't mean, cover their ears. You were spoiled. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a TV uh, spot. I get it, but it's like yeah. there's people yeah. doing that in chats all over the place. Like, hey, they showed mm-hmm. this in the TV spot. It's like ah, uh, I mean, be like that. I mean, see, look, I look at it this way. If it's like official footage that like hasn't been shown yet, I'll hold my tongue because I don't want to ruin the experience for everybody. But however, if it's public and it's trendy. Yes, I get it. I, 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 I 99% of the time agree with you. But like people actively avoid it. Yeah, this, <laughs> this one is a little bit different because it's, it's so close to the movie's release. And... It's some big character names. 
Um, yeah, but it's not a huge deal. It is what it is. If anything, the only only thing I noticed that I don't think anybody else picked up on was Mephisto with a Synchro Champ shirt on. Like, you only see him for a fraction of a second. But I knew it was him. (laughs) This is bullshit. Um, yeah, I I think they shouldn't have released that. I think they should have let us go in with, uh, you know, questions. It was weird that they released that. It's very strange, but it is what it, it is. As you know, the most weird thing was Xavier specifically because well, that that got leaked by the actor, so I get it. I get why they just I mean, put that in there for hype. I mean, well, wait, did it get wait did it get leaked? Because I thought because no, I still remember the interview of like uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, no, but see, no, in that interview, he was like he was saying that he wasn't in it. He was pulling an Andrew Garfield. He, yeah, there's an interview with him being like that, and then there's an interview with him being like, yeah, I don't know how the fuck they knew I was in it. Like, it's just the back of my head. How the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. It's really funny. But I was like, I'd say, I'd say Peggy, well, that scene specifically might have been a spoiler, but Peggy and Maria might, uh, I feel, no, those two definitely on a spoiler, because uh, we, we can't sit here and act like everybody didn't dissect the poster before we even got the trailer. Yeah, the, like, like I was pretty sure that was going to happen, but yeah, like, like we, I didn't, I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't know they were in a trailer. Like that stuff was cool. I like that. I wish they yeah. they were smart enough to let us theory craft because we're smart enough to figure it out. And it feels like they don't they don't know that. But whatever. But at, but at the same time, going like going back to uh, like what Kaju had said earlier about them like sticking to a formula is like tried and two. Uh, tried and true they have a habit of showing you a lot of footage and then messing around and it only being like the first 20 25 minutes of a movie yes like you feel like you may have seen a lot is not to make a pun but it's like but that's that's not even the tip of the iceberg you're probably right this is a good point yeah um i agree i feel like they they didn't you didn't need to show this you didn't need to add that footage and you you really didn't need many more trailers like mm-hmm. the, it's a week trailer you know it's it's working fine like it took forever to get there you showed just enough and now i feel like when we get closer to that movie you're just gonna start throwing every goddamn thing at the screen it's like <laughs> relax we already coming we, we're coming we're gonna come see it I, you show so much restraint with the Spider-Man No Way Home movie, and now it's like you don't trust the audience or something. Like, what's going on? No, they they was like they. I felt like they were physically attacking anybody that was trying to spoil No Way Home. <laughs> yeah, which, which is funny because I I feel like they faked that whole deep fake situation. Don't know. It was it, it, the, the like the deep fake situation with uh. Like with Andrew Singh getting leaked, and then like them, and then like with somebody officially like breaking down on YouTube how it was a deep fake, and then like uh, Marvel was kind of was what well, was what's the word? Cold? Uh, what's the word? I can't I can't think of it. Pretty much like pretty much like them agreeing with the person that made it, like it was a deep fake, like it was a, a co-signer. I guess yeah, so. yeah, like yeah, like co-signing that, it, like that, it was a fake leak or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah, misdirection. Yeah, misdirection is Marvel's game. It was That's interesting, like you know, because 
a lot of people were prepared for the disappointment of them not actually being in the movie. Like mm-hmm. that's how good the the misdirection was. The only thing um, that was better than that was Miller misdirecting everybody from Jane Foster over to Yelena and Shuri. <laughs> <That's> the, the <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like misdirection is good. It's like you want to go in questioning, you want to go in hoping to see things, expecting to see things, but not being sure if you're going to see things. And to see her in the trailer is like, it's cool. It's cool. To, like, All right, well, she is going to be there, but it's like, it would have been better in the theater. Like, save that for the theater. And it's going to be people who, who get that experience in the theater, but, you know, it's, it's better when it's it's fresh. Like, you, you save that. Like it's it's best if you I try to just watch the teaser trailer, the initial trailer that they released, and I, I don't I don't watch everything else. But it's like with the internet and Twitter, you're gonna see stuff, people are gonna say stuff. So it's like I, you, you gotta kinda be okay with it at this point. But yeah, people prefer to go in kinda blind and have the experience that way. And it's like yep. I feel like that is the best experience because when you don't, you you regret that you didn't. You're like, man, that would have been cool if I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> yeah, like you know, based on the scene in the background, what's about to happen before we even get there, before dialogue starts or the scene, you know, actually, you know, initiates. It's like, oh, this is the scene where he he meets her. Okay, and it's like, yeah, yep, I'm glad I haven't seen the scene actually. That will be. Uh, I don't know when it happens. Let's go. Um, I'll send you a, a, a picture of Mephisto with the Synchro Champ shirt. Though. Okay, please. I need to know what's going on there. I, uh, news to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Deflection. Um, let's, talk, let's talk Moon Knight briefly. I got two Moon Knight related questions for you guys. Um, without spoilers, I think... Without spoilers for the first question, and then maybe spoilers for the next one, because I don't know if we'll be able to avoid it. Um, but the first question is just, uh, how do you feel about the five episodes we've gotten so far? The fifth episode of Moon Knight is the best thing to come from Marvel Disney Plus shows, period. Like, that was hey. the best episode of any of the shows we've had so far. Yeah, I agree. No um, exaggeration. Yeah, I've never, I've never hated a character so much. That's, that's all I'll say about it. One second, I will give you my answer in a second. Sure. Yep. Stalling for time. How are you doing, chat? Um, the writing was uh, amazing. Okay. Chris, for being here. Go. go ahead. I got my answer. I got my answer. Uh, here. Here's my answer. Pain. Pain. <laughs> True. True. That is that is the vibes. It's good though. I like it a lot. I think the show overall yeah, is, like, is crushing it. Yeah, they um. The writing really, really gave um Oscar Isaac the the platform to really showcase his his acting ability because to be able to pull that off for two separate you know characters, that's that's amazing. Like, yes. like the sw- the switch between just completely breaking down in the street and then going to Steven just being so upbeat and chipper and just wondering about genuinely where he is again, like. Him switching on a dime is just crazy. Yeah, having to be able to portray, you know, believably two completely different personalities in a state of vulnerability. So it's like, you know, 
two different states of vulnerability. It's like I woke up, I'm in a, a psychiatric hospital with a dude who I know to be a villain, but he's telling me he's not a villain. And I have to, I have to understand and accurately portray that twice for two as two different people, believably. That mm-hmm. alone, and the fact that he did that, you know, that that just took this episode to a level that none of the other shows have reached at this point. Like that should have been on the big screen, arguably. Like it was the writing and the the acting was that good. Yeah, it was great. Um, I think uh, there's there's like a really interesting like interview that I saw with Oscar Isaac, where he talks about the initial script that he got. He got the script for episode five and for episode one like rough rough drafts of it like when they were first looking at hiring him for the role and he is the one that brought the british accent for steven to the table which is crazy because i can't picture that character without that goofy ass accent not not that british accents in general are goofy just that the way that he does it is goofy um and it it fits the character so well that it would be weird without it with without it for sure like i can't even i can't even imagine that Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, the other like half that was of a good choice, though. Yeah, I agree. I think it was uh, like it, it wouldn't have made sense because the, the the only reason they said it in London is to get away from all the New York stories they've been telling, and mm-hmm. like to have it set in London and not use that for some kind of advantage would have been very strange. I'm not even looking at it in that aspect. I'm looking at it in just more so like for story like purposes. It also helps in like helping the viewer separate between Mark and Steven outside of just completely relying on watching the mannerisms of one another. I agree. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah, that was that was definitely a great creative choice. And you know, I didn't know that he was but he was the idea behind it, but you know, props to him. And yeah, I, I feel like this was an episode the show needed because it's like they've kind of been wavering on the line between comedy and you know being serious and it's like this was more more serious than the other four episodes combined and it's like the subject matter is compelling engaging and like i i was in i was entertained and you know you you empathize with both characters and that's what you want from a a show dealing with these kind of subject matters so it's like yeah I, I was I was surprised. Like I was not expecting any of that going into episode five, coming off episode four, where we have a talking hippopotamus at the door. It's like, where are we going? Yeah, <laughs> where, where are we going? It's been a wild ride, that's for sure. Yeah. See somebody I make a meme to... about the, the the little girl from the first episode yes. asking about the field. Or re- that. I had to go back and look to see if that if she actually said that line, and she did, and it hurt my mm-hmm. soul because that was extreme foreshadowing. It was. They've been crushing it with that. Um, we're obviously in spoiler territory here now. I can't. We, we, there's no denying that. Um, so there is a there like they have lots of those. They have like the hippo goddess show up in like the first episode as like a little doll, and Stephen is like, yeah, that's who that is, and then she shows up later. It's great. They're doing they're doing really great stuff with this show. Um, right. predictions for episode six. How do how what do you guys expect to happen? I I fucking don't know. There's not there's not enough time in fifty minutes to get through what I believe to be that episode. 
Yeah, that's what I was, I was about to say. Like, I just hope it, it, it doesn't come across super rushed because I feel like that was a problem with all of the previous Disney Plus shows with probably the exception of Hawkeye. Like, you just set up so much that you waited until the last episode to pay off, and it's like... I think even Hawkeye, stuff I think just Hawkeye did it worse, in my opinion, than some of the other ones, but continue. I'd say fucking... Eh, I'd say fucking uh, worse, kind of. Yeah, I would say Falcon and Winter Soldier probably was the worst. Well, nah, I, I would say um, WandaVision probably was the worst because they set up way too much, and by the end, we're in Halloween town, and it's like, what's going on? <laughs> but um, only reason, only reason I give WandaVision a pass is because, unlike the other shows, we started off with, you know, like the main plot point of WandaVision having already been up for, like, quite some time. I feel like that's the like that's one of the only reasons why I would give that a pass. Like it, we we got backstory to it eventually in the later episodes, but it was already established. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I feel like the only thing they really rushed through was what they set up with the Winter Soldier and the, um, the old man whose son he killed. Apologize for anybody who didn't see that, but i I, did, I don't feel like they gave that the the necessary time to flesh that out or you know the appropriate time on screen to actually deal with something of that nature it's just like yep i did it and the old man's like okay it's like all right i don't think that's how that would go in real life but here we are but um yeah it's like that's that's my fear with these shows it's like you know don't you you got to get conshu back you know you got to get your powers back you got to get out of the afterlife you got to find out what's going on with Layla. You got to find out. You got to stop um, Harrow and the Armin plot. That's a lot. That's a lot to mm-hmm. do in 50 minutes. <laughs> it's like, I will it see. Is. But, you know, no matter what happens, we had a really good episode five. So I'll, I'll give yes. them that. Nobody can take that away from them. True. <laughs> my, my predictions, Steven's coming back because in a way he didn't, because in a way he didn't die. Because like, well, <clears throat> Sorry, the whole parallel was. I mean, well, that, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys are like have seen the tweets about the parallels for Steven between the past episodes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the but the parallel specifically with Steven dying and Steven not being real is kind of a thing because the only reason why Steve the only reason why they were even there is because what his mind his like his mind was still in chaos upon entering death right so i guess you can kind of use that as an example but right. steven was made up as a way for mark to deal with his trauma all the bad things that he couldn't quite handle steven was made to protect mark and he died protecting mark now it's never been said that he can't just remake Steven. Steven can come back with all of the prior memories of what happened. And it basically, it like, it's basically like he'll hit a restart checkpoint. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's, I, I can, I can see it going either way. So it's like, you know, you, you essentially saved yourself. Like they had a lot of metaphors at play with this last episode. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, yes, I can see him moving forward. Like, hey, I don't really need that personality anymore. Like, 
I appreciate what you did. I appreciate the purpose you served in my life. But moving forward, I'm in a better place mentally to where I don't have to rely on that. But at the same time, Steven has become a huge part of the show and the character itself. So bringing him back, you know, is like that that does also make sense. I don't know how this works in the comics. I know he has mm-hmm. multiple personalities. I don't know how long they stick around. I'm still waiting to see I mean, Jake. But I feel like they're there, like they're there, uh, think of it as like Deadpool. Like his other personalities are like there for like a good portion of the time. But it, I wouldn't I wouldn't even say it's just it's like it's him looking to move on because now that he's in a better state, he doesn't need Steven anymore. Steven was there again as a safeguard for him for dealing with all of the trauma and stuff he couldn't deal with himself. But that transition from Steven just simply being the safeguard to Steven becoming another person that he genuinely cares about. So it's like having that relationship going forward with again with somebody else that you could that you care about could play in even more. I feel like that's possibly where it could go. Cause like we 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 we've seen them over the course of the five episodes go from consistently arguing and giving each other crap to kind of like trusting and relying on one another more and more with Mark being the one playing catch up because of his issues, but still progressing along that path. Uh, I think it'll go one of two ways with that. I think we'll either get Steven back and like get a, a last minute tease of Jake or I think we'll get Jake immediately and maybe not even get Steven back and we'll move forward with those two going like butting heads in a in a much more different way. Um or we get all three somehow. I'm I'm open to that as well. But uh yeah, I don't know. Whatever happens happens. I, I don't I'm not a fucking prophet. <laughs> I was about to ask you guys, um do you think see episode six will leave off with a cliffhanger that sets up for more like another season or do you think they're going to kind of try to wrap it up neatly to avoid having to come back for a second season i've kind of been i've kind of been expecting if in like a t not even a tease for the next season but a tease for his future within the overall MCU because I don't I don't think we have any confirmation on, on exactly where the on exactly when this takes place. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like a, there could be a teaser that could, you know, represent him digging more into the whole supernatural side of the world. Because people saw Eternals, uh Dane is just now getting ready to use what his family's forbidden sword and whatnot. Blade was there and like Blade was there in the background or like keeping an eye on him in the swords for some reason apparently. Maybe like what maybe these two might know of each other or Blade might know of Moon Knight and we might get we might get a a teaser to his supernatural future. Cause because if I'm right, I believe that like isn't phase four supposed to be more like multiverse cosmic slight stuff and then also supernatural as well i don't think they've like said anything exactly like that but those are the vibes um but yeah Yeah. from my from my quick google search i I don't think we'll be getting like a season two type thing or anything like that i just don't Uh think that's very likely 
but I do like obviously the Moon Knight story will continue somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get something. It'll it'll probably be like a tie-in to something that he will show up in next or something like that. If I had to guess, it would be Dan Whitman or Blade related, just because the London setting, um, and because those characters all kind of fit in the same realm. So like that. I think line that's of what all the heroes. That's the currently like active right now that we know of. Mm-hmm. More or less. Doctor Strange and Wanda could fit in that boat too, but I know what you mean. They have they have their own stuff going on right now. They're way too busy. They do. They do. I agree. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see post credit scene stuff for sure. I hope. I hope it's okay. This is a little bit chaotic of me, but I hope it's just another part of the musical from Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta admit, that'd be, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> That's when all the fans just turned into Ezra Miller. <laughs> oh no. Brutal. Oh man. Man. Oh, um yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited to see where I go. Um like it's 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 been something episode five is what really kind of made me like the show a lot more than what i probably initially was but mm-hmm. you know i just uh i like things a little more serious and it's like that's my biggest critique of the marvel movies it's like you venture too far into lighthearted and jokey to where we're we're dealing with some serious themes and it's like we're kind of playing about it or we're joking about it it's like not really something you joke about like you know with the civil war movie it's like they're fighting at the airport this should be serious but you know people are playing you know so it's like well if, if they're not taking it serious why why should i you know? so it's like only person there that should that that should that should have gotten the way you're playing is spider-man that's it exactly oh and man and man is fair yeah yeah no yet i you know i i'll yeah i'll agree I, uh, he was hilarious too. It was hilarious, but, but it, it, you know, it should have been a, a little more just, you know, like, you know, if you're, if you're to the point where you're fist fighting with your friends, like you, you don't have to be out for blood, but it's like, you could be seriously trying to kick your friend's ass if you're to the point of, we came to blows about this. So it's yeah. like, all right, Captain America, we got to kick your ass and arrest you. Captain America, like, fuck that. We're going to fight. You know, and it's like, all right. We we got the motivations. Everybody's throwing hands. Let's let's do it. But you know the joking and playing. It's like come on, like that's I I feel like DC has that right with the mindset of we're gonna tell more serious stories and you know Batman seriously wants to fight Superman, so it's like he's not making jokes and one line as he's trying to hurt this person. It's like all right, that sets the tone for you know the scene and the moment and everything. So it's like. They just venture too far off into that, and Marvel ventures too far off into lighthearted and joking. If you can find a balance like they did with Episode Five of Moon Knight, you, know, you, you could be on to something. And I, I find that crazy because, like, for the longest time, I think it was pretty much like a lot of people who worked on the show, as like it was going around and spreading, that Episode Four was supposed to have been the craziest of the show. It's a turning point, right? It's a yeah. it's a drastic shift. Yeah. I can understand why they would feel that way. 
Anyway, um, I wanted to steal something from Doom today. I wanted to incorporate the shout-out section. Um, so Wait, I'll are, let you guys... Are we close to Andy? Are, are we close yeah, to Andy? It's that time. You're missing the topic. Am I? I don't think so. Yeah, no, you are. You're the one that put I it. Didn't. Yes, you, yes, yes, you are. You're the one what that is... gave us the topic. Oh. The the top thing? I'll talk about that after. Okay. That's that's going at the end for a reason. Wait. Oh, also, he has COVID, everybody. Prayer for Synchro. I, I, I don't actually anymore. It's I'm 100% good now. Yay! My favorite Canadian is second Canadian. My favorite... F- my friend is safe. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> let's go with that one. Um, but yeah, let's let's shout out some folks. Um, I I have one I can go first. While you guys find links, DM them to me, all that stuff, if you would like. Uh, or you can just talk. I don't care. But um, I made a new friend today. I I have I have a new mutual on TikTok. His name is Striking Comicer. He stitched my Flash video about Flash video games. Um. Go look at that at least. Um, and he's he's up and coming. I think he's got good content. He's got a smart brain, all that stuff. Uh, he was shouted out by King Lion, so you know he's he's legit. Um, yeah, that's it. Go check that out. Um, that's striking underscore comicer with two Ks instead of a C. Yeah. Just followed him, so I checked that out once yeah. we answered. Cool. That's on TikTok in case in case I wasn't clear. Um, either one of you guys can go next. I don't I don't care. I don't make the rules here. <laughs> okay, I can go. Um, I shout out um two people. Um, Flip. You know, even though you know he he's static chill for DC. You know, he's, he's an angry angry man who looks for any reason to fight people on the internet or in life. <laughs> Still one of the guys. You know, hey, yeah, he said I'm like, oh no. You know, you, know, you got on uh, homies Asgard. You know, every week check that out. You know, a lot of good content going over there. Super knowledgeable, knows his stuff. He will fight you if you disagree with him. So beware. But I just you know, solid time. content creator. <laughs> and I'll, I'll also shout out Jazzy Butters. You know, he's, hey. he's on the grind, trying to trying to make his way to the top. Uh, this is somebody that I've been seeing pop up a lot more recently, especially uh, in the Avengers community and throughout some other things that he has going on. He's a overall decent dude. I enjoy I enjoy his energy. He's kind. He's hype. He's fun to be around. He's a good time. Uh, that would be Mammoth Ego. Hey. Very true. Um, great picks, folks. All right. Uh, yeah, Mammoth's great. We played some Among Us. He's he's a great time to be around. All right. Um, let's let's do let's do the wrap up stuff. I'm gonna go first. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, I have some cool news. This this Tuesday, I have a session zero for. This thing, hold on. Eh, this thing, woo! It's gonna be D&D Marvel time. I'm starting up a session with some very cool folks. If you want to watch it, I will not be streaming it. Um, Miller will be streaming it. 
obviously, because he always is streaming. Um, uh, and anyone else that is there who I will not name all of them, but Greek is one of them. Greek, you're welcome to stream it if you'd like. Your POV will be more interesting than mine, so feel free to. But yeah, it's going to be great. We're just going to make characters, talk about what the what the campaign is going to be like, and all that, just set up stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be great. That's Tuesday. Um, it's going to be fun. Feel excluded. You're, you're... I, I feel completely excluded. <laughs> Do you have interest in D&D casual? Yes, I have interest in D&D. I'm willing to learn. I am not stupid. I can learn things. This is true. I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. It's unfair for you to assume my hand. I saw what I was doing. I just didn't know you had an interest. Go ahead, Greg. If Casual Avenger joins, can can he become the Uncle Iroh of our group? Um, here's the thing. I, I have plans. If depending on how this does, because I don't, I don't know if I'll like. I don't know what the load's gonna be like. I don't know how much work it's gonna be really yet. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm joking with you. I'll, I'll I know, put you but, but the idea, the idea is anyway to eventually get to a point where I'm doing a couple of groups. Um, so I will keep you in mind. Good to know. Yeah, I'll, I'll get in rotation at some point. Hell yeah. Um, I can be Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So you want to die? <laughs> Good. That will be an important death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Surely. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just the regular content. Streams are starting back up again, finally, which is nice. It's good to be back. Um, TikToks every day because I'm a psychopath, and that's about it. Uh, what, what about you, Casual? Um. <clears throat> Um, Marvel's Avengers content as usual. Um, I'm I'm finally gonna do a video on a couple things. Like I got a got a couple top tens coming up. Um, I'm finally do a video about um Moon Knight because people keep asking about that. And it's 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 some interesting things with that. Like hold on one second. Ooh, he's got the notes. Uh, still been reading this. Yeah. Uh, um. Actually, it's actually a pretty good book. Um, oh, interesting stuff in there. A lot of interesting stuff in there, and apparently they're going to be, you know, bringing some of that stuff to the game at some point. So definitely um, trying to brush up on that. Um, interesting fun fact: Avengers currently don't have any idea where Captain Marvel is. Like they say, she's off world, but they haven't talked to her in a long time. <laughs> like it's, it's been a while. But um, so she's dead. Yeah, just, just, Nothing but Avengers content. Yeah, like they page her on the beepers just in space somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. But yeah, just, you know, um, as usual. Um, that's, that's what we do here. Casually nice. talk Avengers. <laughs> how about you, Greg? Uh, well, before I start, I just want to go ahead and point this out because I don't think anybody, the viewers might have noticed None of you did. Uh, Casual Avengers name is spelled wrong. I noticed. I just didn't draw attention to it. <laughs> I noticed. Like, See, bro, <laughs> what, what do I do? What do I do? It's just Wait, now I, I, I actually can't tell where I spelled it wrong. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm dyslexic, I mean, okay? I don't know. It's the first three letters. <laughs> Wait. I wanted to mention that the whole I actually the can't first three see. letters of Avenger. Look at a oh, Okay, okay. Those those <laughs> letters were actually in the right spot in my head. I promise you. <laughs> but, uh, That's too good. My bad. In, ter- in terms of what's upcoming, 
Thank know. you for saving that to the end, dickhead. Continue. <laughs> I don't know because like I've got. Uh, I'll be honest. Like I like I've I've had some thoughts about like taking an indefinite break from creation. Mister Two K, man, you can't take a break. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I like. I don't know. It's just. Eh. There's a lot of stuff going on in rotation with the channel and whatnot. This just like it's got me feeling kinds of ways and whatnot. Like I'm I like I'm I'm still like I'm still I'm still posting. I'm still like finishing my Batman series. Uh well I'm still finishing Arkham I'm still finishing Arkham City with about well what like halfway done with that. But like in terms of what's upcoming outside of that right now I'm not really sure. Hmm. Everybody in the comments, everybody on the audio listening, make sure you go tweet at King Greek your favorite King Greek content piece so that he feels the urge to kin to continue and feels the love. Let's let's get that to happen. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Um. And regardless, I think that you should stream Tuesday, if uh, but that's up to you, of course. Anyway. That's gonna do it for us. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave. Goodbye, podcast people.